It's time now for another edition of Spinning Singles. I'm Todd. And uh, this time we're going to spend the entire show in the month of April, 1986. There were that many songs to come in the top 40. And uh, it'll take up the whole show just to go over with them. So um, we also talk about a few in the Hot 100 as well. But I want to start with April 5th, 1986, and that's the date of the Billboard chart. And there were five uh, top 40 songs to come in that week, new ones. And at number 35, the highest debut that week was actually from a movie. And um, it was from a movie called Pretty in Pink, and it had Molly Ringwald and Andrew McCarthy in it. And this song was by Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark, uh, OMD for short, and it was called If You Leave. So it came in at 35, and it turned out to be their biggest hit ever. Went to number four in the top 10. Big, big hit. Heard it all over the place on the radio. Still hear it to this day. I've seen bits and pieces of the movie. Um, It's one of those uh, teenage kind of brat pack movies, but uh, it was obviously very popular. And they recorded on the A&M label, that's OMD, and it was from the soundtrack. And that's If You Leave. Not a lot of value with that since it was their biggest hit. Uh, the picture sleeve shows a picture of the three actors that are in the movie uh, on the cover. Next song is also a movie song from a movie called Nine and a Half Weeks, and it's by Jonathan Taylor or John Taylor. And he was from the group Duran Duran and Power Station, but he had one solo top 40 hit, and this was it. Came in at 37. It's called I Do What I Do, and it made it to 23. So it was a mid-range hit for him. Uh, Does have a picture sleeve, which is kind of greenish and bluish, with him on the cover. And the label is capital, but it's got one of those custom labels made for him. And it was actually the theme of Nine and a Half Weeks, I Do What I Do by John Taylor. Uh, not a lot of value with that one, maybe 3 to $4 for that one. And behind that, coming in at 38, was the first top 40 hit for a group called Level 42. And it turned out to be their biggest hit. It's called Something About You. Came in at 38, would go to number 7. So it was a big, big hit. Still hear it a lot today. On the Polydor label, from their album World Machine. And um, my my memories of Level 42 was they opened up for... Madonna on their Who's That Girl tour. And I remember seeing them at RFK Stadium in that concert. And of course, that's a huge venue. So I was on the field, but I just remember them opening up for Madonna. And that's Level 42, Something About You. Probably a 4 to $5 record since it was such a big hit. Next one to come in the top 40 that week was a brand new group from Portland, Oregon. Never heard of them before was called New Shoes, spelled N-U-S-H-O-O-Z, on the Atlantic label. And this song is called I Can't Wait. Very catchy song. Came in at 39, went to number three. So it was a big, big hit for them, their biggest. And um, it was originally released on a yellow local label. Took me years to find that from Portland, Oregon. But the big, big hit was on Atlantic. And the picture sleeve just um, has some writing on the front and some writing on the back from their album Point of No Return. And um, not a huge value in the second release on Atlantic, but the first release is probably a $30 record um, that came out locally. And that's I Can't Wait for and New Shoes. And the last song to come in at number 40 was the biggest song. It went to number one. It was a Whitney Houston song called The Greatest Love of All. 
was actually a cover. It was not her song. It's a ballad. Uh, George Benson had a hit back in 77, I believe, with this one. But this one came in at number 40, would go to number one for three weeks for Whitney Houston, Greatest Love of All. And um, does have a picture sleeve, shows her on the cover. And the song was on her label, Arista, which was black at the time with the sunset up above from the album Whitney Houston. Because it was such a number one hit, ah, three to four dollars for that one. Not a lot of value either. And that closes out the week of April 5th. And we're going to begin with April 12th next. And there were actually only three songs to come in the top 40 that week. And the first one in the highest debut coming in at 37 was a follow-up hip to Silent Running. It's by Mike and the Mechanics called All I Need is a Miracle. And Mike Rutherford was with the uh, group Genesis. And actually the uh, the voice of Mike and the Mechanics was uh, Paul Carrick, who was in plenty of other groups as well. But this one was a huge hit for them. It came in at 37, would go to number five. So I believe it was their biggest hit. And it got a ton of airplay. Still here today, very upbeat. On Atlantic, All I Need is a Miracle by Mike and the Mechanics. And since it was such a big hit, uh, 4 to $5. The picture sleeve shows a picture of the group on the front and a picture of the album on the back. Next up was, I believe, the last top 40 for the group New Edition. Um, it's called A Little Bit of Love, in parentheses, is all it takes. Came in at 38, and that's as high as it got. Um, spent a couple weeks in the top 40 and then fell off. Um, from their album All for Love on the MCA label. And the picture, sheaf, picture sleeve shows them on the cover and the picture of the album on the back. And um, like I said, it was not a huge hit. Barely remember hearing this at all because uh, it peaked at number 38. Uh, 3 to $4 for New Edition and a little bit of love. And the last song to come in the top 40 that week was by Mr. Mister. It's called Is It Love? Uh, came in at 40, would go to number eight. So it was a big, big hit for them. Actually, my favorite of the group. Very upbeat and danceable. Uh, got tired of hearing Broken Wings and Kyrie. They played those too much, but this one was played just enough. Um, from their album, Welcome to the Real World. Does have a picture sleeve with the lyrics on the back and a picture of the group on the front. Top 10 hits aren't worth a lot. Um, probably 3 to $4 from Mr. Mister and Is It Love. So we're going to get to the next week in April of 1986, and it's a big, big week. So I'm going to refresh my voice here. Before I get to that, it was dated April 19th, 1986. And there were six songs to come in the top 40 and two in the Hot 100 I'm going to talk about. And the first two songs went all the way to number one. So the first song coming way in at number 31 was actually a duet by Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald. It's called On My Own. Huge, huge hit. Went to number one for one, uh, for actually for three weeks. So it's kind of a mid-tempo song. Uh, Michael McDonald does not uh, usually go on MCA, but he was with Patti LaBelle. That's her label. It's from her album Winner and uh, got a ton of airplay. The picture sleeve shows a character of Patti LaBelle on the front and an actual photo of her and Michael McDonald on the back. And because it was such a number one song and big, the picture sleeve and the record's probably only 3 to $4, but a big song nonetheless. Next song to come in behind it at number 35 was a number one song as well. It was from Madonna, and we talked about her a little early, or about level 42, and it was from um, the, picture, uh, the motion picture At Close Range. It was a movie song. It's called Live to Tell. It was a ballad. 
went to number one for one week, and uh, everything Madonna touched at this point was a huge hit. But this one um, has a picture of her sitting um, in the dark on in the back and a picture of her on the front of the picture sleeve. Um, Madonna, probably about a $5 record since it was a number one record by her on the Sire label because that was her label. Next up behind that at number 36 was the group ZZ Top, and they had another top 40 in a song called Rough Boy. Uh, came in at 36, would go to 22, and that's as high as it got for ZZ Top and Rough Boy. Uh, from their album Afterburner, and um, has a picture sleeve on the Warner Brothers label. And um, typical song by them. Uh, don't remember hearing it too much, but I do remember the song. And 3 to $4 for ZZ Top and Rough Boy. Next song to come in behind that at 37 was another top 40 for Sade. It's called Never As Good As The First Time and um, has a picture sleeve. And it has a promo picture sleeve as well. But it was on the portrait label from her album Co Promise, their album Promise, I should say. And I've heard they're recording new material, so it'd be great to hear what they sound like after all these years. But this song, Never As Good As The First Time, made it to number 20. So it was a mid-range hit for them, probably 3 to $4 for Sade, and Never As Good As The First Time. Next song up was the last top 10 for Journey, I believe. It's called Be Good To Yourself. Came in at 39, would go to number 9 nationally, so it was a pretty decent hit for them. From their album Raised On Radio on Columbia, with a blue picture sleeve, and it shows actually a radio station on the front, which is kind of cool. Uh, J-R-N-Y for Journey. Got a ton of airplay um, for Journey and Be Good to Yourself. Kind of upbeat and made it to number nine, so it's not a huge, huge value record. Three to four dollars. And uh, the last song to come in the top 40 week that week was actually the last top 40 hit for the group Culture Club. It's called Move Away. And um, came in at 40, would go to number 12. So it was a pretty decent hit for them. But as it turned out, it would be their last top 40 hit. Uh, from the album Luxury to Heartache on the Virgin Epic label. Uh, do remember hearing this. Um, got a little bit of airplay, but not a lot of value in this one. 3 to $4 for Culture Club. The last two songs I'm going to talk about hit the Hot 100. Um, the first song was by Vanity, and of course she was discovered by Prince, and this was her biggest charting single. It's called Under the Influence. Came in at 88, would it go to 56. That was the highest she ever got on the Hot 100. Actually my favorite song because it's more like a dance song by her. Uh, the lyrics are on the back of the picture sleeve. shows a picture of her with a bunch of pearls and diamonds around her neck on the picture sleeve. And like I said, I heard this uh, several times because it was a nice dance song by her from the album Skin on Skin, and that's Vanity Under the Influence, probably about a 5 to $6 record. And the last song I'm going to talk about for that week was actually a remake, a live cut of Once in a Lifetime by the Talking Heads. Came in at 92, would only go to 91, but the album is actually pretty good. It's a live album for them uh, from the movie Stop Making Sense, and uh, all the songs on there are pretty good. But this was released as a single, has a picture sleeve. It shows David Byrne in a suit on the cover, some writing on the back. Um, like I said, only made it to 91, but from Stop Making Sense, Talking Heads, probably about a $15 record because they have value. Which brings us to the last week of April of 1986. 
And there were only three songs to come in the top 40 and one in the Hot 100 I'm going to talk about. Highest debut that week. Turns out it was the last top 40 hit for Julian Lennon so far. It's called Stick Around. Came in at 37, only went to 32. So it wasn't a big hit. Kind of a mid-tempo song for him. From the album, The Secret Value of Daydreaming. And the picture sleeve is black and white. Shows him on the cover and some writing on the back. On Atlantic, must admit, I don't remember too much about this song. I did not hear it a lot. Don't hear it at all today. And doesn't have a lot of value. Three to four dollars for Julian Lennon and stick around. Uh, next song to come in behind it was the only top 40 hit for a group called Honeymoon Suite. Um, it's called Feel It Again from their album, The Big Prize. And they were kind of like a rock band with big hair from the 80s. Uh, the picture shows them, five members on the cover and a picture of them on the back. Um, made it to 38 and then got as high as 34 on the top 40. Again, not a record I heard a lot or don't remember hearing much at all. Uh, Three to four dollars for Feel It Again by Honeymoon Suite. And the last song to come in the top 40 that week was by Starship, and they had dropped the Jefferson at that point. From Knee Deep in the Hoopla, it's called Tomorrow Doesn't Matter Tonight. It's on Grunt. Came in at 40, would only go to 26, so kind of an unremarkable song by them. However, this picture sleeve is probably one of the hardest picture sleeves by them to find. I've only seen it maybe three or four times in 20 years. Uh, it's probably a $15 to $20 picture sleeve, so it's very hard to find. Um, it's got them in uh, color, like cartoons on the front, and a real picture for them on the back. And that's Tomorrow Doesn't Matter Tonight by Starship. And the last song I'm going to talk about was kind of like from an actress. She was in several movies, and she got a, she, this one was kind of her foray into singing. It was produced by Jellybean. It's by an actress named E.G. Daly. Um, she went on to become a voice actress, but this is her one hit on the Hot 100. It's called Say It, Say It on A&M uh, from the album Wild Child. And it did get some airplay. I do remember hearing it. Kind of a pop dance song for her. Came in at 95, would only go to number 70, so did not make the top 40. But that was her uh, one hit in the top uh, Hot 100. Say It, Say It by E.G. Daly. Five to ten dollars for that. And that should do it. We are finished with the month of uh, April 1986. And we'll pick it up again with May next time.